Hi, Catherine. Hello. How are you doing? Hello. Oh, very. So I'm vibing off that like musically inclined SNL episode from last night. Yeah. There was yeah. a ton of music, which, mm-hmm. yeah, not hating. No. No. Well, he had what Nick Jonas, Nick Jonas hosted. So this was mm-hmm. what this will be a couple weeks ago by the time this airs. Um, airs. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it was, it was like he had started off his monologue by talking about how Broadway's been closed for a year or dark for almost a year and sang a song from Les Mis. Drink with me, right? That song's from Les Mis. Oh, I have no idea. Oh, you're the wrong person to ask. <laughs> it is. It's from Les Mis. Okay. Um, and, and I thought the fact that they had the, that, 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 that. <laughs> I thought the fact that they had started with like a Broadway theme and had talked about it, maybe maybe he has to tell them what his monologue is going to be about beforehand. I don't know how this works. But I was like, oh, okay. They just decided to be a bit more musical about it. But they also made a song about male genitalia. So oh, I don't entirely know if it was on purpose. Yeah, I kind of feel like it was... I, I don't know how SNL works at all. I, I thought it was like intentional. Like, oh, we talked about Broadway and then... Musical skits, so yeah, I don't know. which is kind of like the appeal, right? The mystery of it all. I know that it happens over a week, um, where they they like write the sketches the week of, or maybe they have the ideas beforehand. But to my knowledge, they write everything and, and like record it, shoot the pre-recorded stuff, like all in all in one week. Wow, that's that's like mm-hmm. intense, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Um, which is cool for like the hosts though, because I think they get to spend the week with them, which is kind of fun. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, I enjoyed last night's episode a lot of, of SNL. I liked that it was musical. Yeah. It was very. It was very, It was different, so it was fun. It's unlike unlike the one musical episode that they make of like a TV show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I find those very weird. Yes. <laughs> Is is, mm-hmm. yeah. How how are you doing? What's new? What's uh popping in the popcorn bag? Tangent. <laughs> I don't yeah. do bag popcorn anymore because of uh you. You're like, oh, just get the popcorn seeds, and we actually got an air popper from a friend, so we just put it in there and go pop pop. Amazing. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I I make stove top. So I do coconut oil and then popcorn seeds, which is also how Jennifer Garner makes her popcorn. Oh my gosh. Fun little tangent. Wow. Probably a lot more people than Jennifer Garner make their popcorn by stovetop. How do you know that she makes popcorn like that? How do I know that? Randomly, the interwebs will provide you the things you never, ever needed to see in your life. And on Instagram, it just so happened to be like when you're searching for something, now there's all these videos below it to just like entice you to click something that looks shiny and fun. And I got baited in because it was Jennifer Garner with popcorn. Yeah. And then it was a minute long video of how she makes popcorn. Yeah. And it ended up being the same way I make popcorn. So I (laughs) genuinely didn't need it in my life. (laughs) And now we have this random fact. Yep. Now you know this random fact. Nice. Yeah. So um, what's popping in the popcorn, though? Um, it is it is the last 
the last day of February when we're recording this. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's interesting. February went fast. Yes. Um, we in Wisconsin, we experienced a polar vortex again in February and we had negative temperatures and it was really gross and difficult to exist in this <laughs> state. We're already at home all the time in a pandemic. And then when you went outside, it hurt your face. So all of us questioned our motives. All of us want, thought about leaving the state at some point. Um, but here we are. We got through it. The snow is melting because the temperatures are warming up. So nice. there is a light on the horizon, which is great. Um, yeah. yeah. I feel like I talk about the weather a lot just because our weather is like so different from each other. Yeah. We did not experience that over here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I probably shouldn't go into that just for the sake of your, uh, happiness. <laughs> Thank you. Although the times I have visited, I do know that it is, it's like summer in February. It's lovely. It's like for, for a summer for me, yeah. right? So hopefully you enjoyed it for the both of us. Yeah. Yeah. Did you trail stay? Did you did go on stay? any walks or did you get to somewhere new? I think is maybe the question. Yeah, not too many places new this month. Really just the same old trails. There's like um there's like a school close to us and there's like a ravine. I'm gonna call it a ravine. It sounds very dramatic. A ravine and um it's just like a beautiful like little path there that um, I went on one day. It was just like really nice to get back to the, you know, an old trail, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just hitting some favorites here and maybe maybe March will bring uh, new trail stays. Ooh, that would be exciting. Yeah. Yeah, maybe with the melting snow, we will be able to, to trail stay again. Yeah. Here as well. But yeah, we'll have to see. Um, but that was really it. It was it was a it was a pretty low key week. Um, and then this weekend, just a lot of relaxing and doing your favorite activity of building oh my puzzles. Gosh. <laughs> Once you said your favorite activity, I'm like, I don't even know what my favorite activity is, so it must be something I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> that's more probable. <laughs> Um, oh, I just bought this book called After the Rain, which is a, it's called, it's, it's by Alexandra L, E-L-L-E, and it's been awesome. It's such a really great little book of reminders for self-love and self-care mm. and being patient, and I'm really enjoying it. Um, nice. I've been reading some stuff about how we're all losing patience because we're all just like, getting to that really, really itchy part of this process with the pandemic where we don't want to do another Zoom call. We have said, I miss you a hundred times. And, and I, um, I bought this book just, just because it was promoted really well. I, I follow Alexandra on Instagram and I really like what she posts and it's been a great little read. I'm very much enjoying it so far. I'm interested in like digging into that actually a little bit, if that's okay. Please do. Um, you said that she talks about like losing patience. Like what? What does that mean? From my perspective of how I interpreted the book, 
So one mm-hmm. person's biased opinion. Losing patience means it's, it's the feeling, it's like the step right before you give up. So if you're working at something and you like, maybe when you start, like, let's say you're working on self, self love mm-hmm. and you say, oh, I'm going to meditate. I'm going to do yoga. I'm going to journal and do all of these things. And, um, you start them and it's very exciting and maybe something sticks and you think, okay, great. I, I'm really enjoying this activity. This is going to help me. And you keep doing this activity and it's working and maybe you're three months in and you're very good at the activity, but inside you don't feel very different. You feel like maybe for me, right? I'm still having the same concerns. I'm still struggling with the same things. I haven't found quote unquote that answer or the path or the right decision. It just, I haven't gotten there yet. So we start to lose patience with ourselves and we think, well, even though I really like this activity, I'm, it's not getting me to my goals. Like I must be doing something wrong. Oh, Whereas instead she, she says, stick with it. It's a process, right? Even though you might not be answering this question, you're, you're answering other questions or maybe other things are revealing themselves to you. So that was more about what, what she meant by losing patience is like when you feel like giving up because something isn't working, remind yourself of all the things that are working, even if the big one hasn't gotten figured out yet. That's interesting because I don't know. Well, I'm probably going to figure something out the second I say this, but I feel like I don't try to do things with an outcome. So I, you know, going back to like meditation, right? I'm like, well, I want to meditate because I hear it's like good for you. And I just couldn't like get into practice. And we had that app, Adam, that helped us like figure out how to make a, what is it called a habit so i'm like oh great i got into this habit and now like i'm meditating yeah i my meditation i feel like maybe like i'm kind of at a brick wall with as how fast i advanced at the beginning but i still feel like the 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 benefits i had from the beginning so it's not like i'm gonna give up on it right because i know there are benefits from it but not what i really would have ideally wanted and I feel like that's fine with me because I know it's better than nothing so the way I so what I heard was you you started meditating without a goal or a purpose in mind you just thought it's good for me so I'm going to try this thing and as you progressed then you you had said that there was something that you've hit a brick wall because what you thought meditating was going to give you it, it either hasn't or you you got it right away but now you're not getting it anymore I haven't hit... So what is... Sorry. Nope. What, what, go for it. I was just going to say, I haven't... So maybe I lied saying, okay, I did have an expectation that I would feel more at Zen, let's say, than I do now. We lie. Yeah, we lie to each other all the time in this podcast. So this, <laughs> this, this is on par. Please continue. Uh, yeah, I have the expectation I would feel more at Zen, but I do realize the benefits that I'm having, even if it's not at that maximum level that I anticipated to be at. Oh, okay. Or wanted to be so at. you're, yeah, so your ultimate goal is, is like a certain state of Zen, right? So it's, it's this, is it a day to, like, maybe it's a day to day. What is it? Like, what's, what would be, right, if you meditated in the right ways and did the things, what does that look like? Like, what do you feel or what would be your goal, I guess, that you're working toward? Yeah, I guess the goal I'm working towards would be 
yeah, during the day, definitely to be more mindful, more present. And I, I feel like that's, I haven't been getting there as quick as I want. But I know that doing this practice has helped me. And I feel like if I keep doing this practice, at the very least, I know I'll be better than where I was. But I'm not sure if if either the tool or how I'm approaching this will get me to where I really would love to be. But it's also like the energy that I want to put into it and time. I don't know. So I guess like the point of me bringing that up though is more about... Um, like that impatience right and i'm like well i'm not where i thought i would really want to be but also i know i'm better where i'm where i am so i'm not going to just like stop because i'm not where i thought i would be because i still realize the benefits and i'm still like enjoying myself and i'm still getting those benefits so that's why like that impatience is like confusing to me yeah I think I think a really big thing that this might translate to and, and something that resonates is when we think about where we're supposed to be in life, right? At a certain age, at a certain time, how mm-hmm. we're supposed like what what that looks like. Maybe it's like a success checklist. So for meditating, it could it could look the very same. We start this out going at three months, at six months, in a year from now, here's here's how meditating is going to change my life, or here's how I think it's going to help me or affect me, and. I think it's just different. It's different for everyone. So what you're going through is, um, is what what she talks about in the book. You know, even though you've been meditating for a hot minute, <laughs> where you're at now might not be how far along you felt. You might not have the patience you thought you would. You might not be able to even sit and meditate for as long as you thought your sessions could be by this point. Mm-hmm. And her her whole like that the the patience part comes from keep practicing, keep, keep at it. You know, it's, it's not gonna, even though you worked on something, it's never done. It always, you always revisit it. So you always keep meditating, but then maybe you keep, maybe you choose a different topic to meditate on, or Mm -hmm. you, you know, however you choose to meditate, you either change it up or you get really into the way that works for you. Yeah. Okay. And over time, um, yeah, over time, then, without expectation of how long it will take mm-hmm. that's where it will start to be beneficial and you will start to learn your process more of how how it can benefit you and the phrase like keep at it right only keep yeah. at it if that's like like a goal or something that you want to do or that also like you enjoy right is that also the perspective yes. okay very much so yeah for her she had to keep at um a goal of being an, an entrepreneur and for her, she had to just like stay diligent and um, keep at it to keep herself motivated, even though a lot of people were like very against it. This is really scary. How are you going to support yourself? X, Y, Z. But mm-hmm. also with working through childhood trauma, she had to keep at it. One day she was having a really off day. And this is like two chapters in because I'm only three chapters in. <laughs> uh, so the last chapter, she talks about how she was um going through a really hard day and it ended up being where something had emotionally triggered her Mm -hmm. and she thought i worked on this i've worked so hard to get over this why did this come up again Mm. so she got impatient with herself and she just now she needed to remember she had the tools to then work through it again because it it stays with you so i see yeah that was very interesting 
I'm I'm very I I love I love the content so far and it is helping me with some of the things that I'm going through. Um, she also like has a little bit of poetry in there, which is really fun. She's just very talented. So yeah, that's what I, I started reading it this past week. So that's how that came up of that was what was popping in the popcorn. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, we just did the books podcast a bit ago. <laughs> so maybe now <laughs> we did. Because <laughs> I have a book that I'm reading too now, so maybe that inspired us to like <laughs> read some read more, more stuff. books. <laughs> yes, I kid you not. I'm literally halfway through another book oh too. My gosh, wow! I think it did. I think it stuck with me. Us talking about books, and we're also in a pandemic. We have a little bit. We we have a little bit more time, or we convince ourselves that we have more time than we maybe used to when we used to go out and do things. Yeah. So. Here we are, uh, continuing to pop popcorn, read our books. Oh. I would love a bowl of popcorn right now, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I think that, would, that sounds delightful. No, Ben Ben usually makes popcorn. And like, if, oh, I don't know. <laughs> yes, people make popcorn sometimes. Um, so when Ben makes popcorn, <laughs> when Ben makes popcorn, like if you do not get a handful, like it's gone. Like you have to sprint <laughs> to that bowl and be like, he he's fine to share. He'll share, but like he will eat it if uh, if you don't get a hand in there, you know. <laughs> so I smell popcorn one day. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if he'll, you know, like sometimes he brings some down. But like, also, I don't mm-hmm. like to eat popcorn when I'm eating or working because then my hands get all greasy and gross. So like, it was totally fine. But I'm like, oh, I smell popcorn. Maybe like I'll go upstairs. But I didn't go upstairs like the second I smelled it, so it was all gone. You know. <laughs> that's awesome i applaud ben because i'm the same way like i i'm fine to share but like you gotta get in there i'm not gonna i'm not gonna stop my role for you absolutely yeah no no shade it's just a fun story absolutely that's fantastic (laughs) (laughs) how are you okay what's popping in your popcorn bowl yeah aside from it being empty because your husband (laughs) um yeah, I'm doing well. Um, I'm not going to say swell as a swan, even though I just said it. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think... <laughs> you just spit out your tea. Love this. Love this journey mm-hmm. for you. Um, mm, nom noms for us, David. <laughs> um, what was I going to say now? Oh, brain is out the window. What did you ask me? <laughs> how you are oh okay. you said good and then you said i'm not gonna say swell as a swan and then i almost spit out my tea and now we're back to square one. Oh my gosh uh yes last day of february you know just feeling the vibes of like you know we're back into march we're back to like almost well i mean we're not there yet but we're almost to like a year to when we started like going home you know so it's mm-hmm. like those feels and but I'm like you know February was kind of a weird month for Ben and I and I'm like I'm just very optimistic about March I'm like you know March is here March is just March we're marching into March so Woo! I'm ah, here for March speaking of poets <laughs> oh you know me uh. poet yep. 101 I don't know what that meant but, you know me, Corey <laughs> with the poetry. Oh my gosh. Corey with the poetry. Look, there you go. 
<laughs> I made that up myself because I'm a you, poet. You literally didn't, but I found your calling in life for you. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I am also reading, um, I'm reading a book called The Four Hour Work Week by, oh, I got to turn my head. Timothy Ferris. The book was right there and I had to go look. Um, <laughs> so, like, yeah, very, like, optimist, well, uh, very optimistic, like the title, right? Four Hour Work Week. Um, but I, uh, my manager actually recommended it to me. And I read, like, a sentence or two on, like, the Amazon site. I'm like, sure, let's just pull the trigger. Um, and like, yeah, it's, it's very like based in action so far, which I, I feel like I would just want to take action sometimes. So like, it's really kind of resonating with me. So it's, it's like a, you know, it's just a new perspective on how to look at things, which some things it's like hard to agree with, but, um, yeah, it's interesting for me. So four hour work week, yeah. four hours in a week that you're working yeah it's versus 40 that is pretty typical right now for like a full-time employee yeah because like one one of the claims right just from my understanding my lens of a you know of a quarry um Mm -hmm. is right he from my understanding he's saying like we're filling our because eight hour day right because the structure is you work for eight hours, right? And we're filling like our eight hour workday with like unnecessary stuff. Like you don't have to work eight hours. Like in theory, you could basically get like your job done in a shorter amount of time. So it's basically like um, figuring out like what's important in your work, like how you can put your focus on that. Like things might be like uh, fires in your head, but they really aren't. So you can just focus on that and just focus on like the important things and like the things you want, the things you need. Um, and yeah, just make a plan for like how to, how to do it. Interesting. Yeah. That would be, yeah, that would bring up a lot of stuff because that, would, that is a very different scenario than the typical work week that we're used to right now. Yeah. Cause it, it's really questioning the system, right? Mm. Um, the, you know, nine to five, uh, it, it, it just <laughs> got Dolly Parton, everyone. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I'm here all week. Um, yeah, it's just like it's just taking the structure and being like, why is the structure here? It doesn't have to be. This is what actually we need to do. Um, and then, yeah, just presenting that in book form. Ugh. What a whole mood about the way that things would be better if people just evaluated the system, broke it, and built it better. Yes. <laughs> In so many ways. If, if a four-hour, four maybe not four hours, because truthfully, I don't know if I can do my job in four hours in a week. Maybe I could. Maybe it would look different, and maybe they would hire more people. Um, but that's for our employers, I guess, to figure out if they want to rebuild their systems. But mm-hmm. um that is a really interesting concept, but are you liking like just the content of exploring and kind of seeing what this person, like Mr. Ferris? Yes, Harris? Ferris, Ferris. Ferris. Um, <laughs> what he has to say. Good. So far, so good. Yeah. I, I like it because it's, it's a new perspective, right? Something that I like to say is like, I always like to get uh, slapped in the face like every so often. So <laughs> <Catherine> is- <laughs> what? 
<laughs> or like, cause like you're just like living your life, just like you know, doing your thing. And it's like, well, every so often, someone just needs to come up to you and just give you a big old slap across the face and be like, hey, this is new. <laughs> you know, like Ooh. don't get stuck in yeah. this rut. So, <laughs> um, so I definitely like it because it's just it's it's just a completely different perspective. And it's just like start questioning things. And it's like great, I will. And there's like actions at the end of each chapter. And it's like, okay, great, I'm gonna do these actions. And then it's it's yeah, it's very action oriented. And I I like actions because it shows like progress. And it's like things uh, that you can see. And it's actions that you want to take. And it's towards something that you want to make progress towards. So yeah, yeah. Oh, the the idea of taking action. Um, the guy who runs the the company i work for the owner mm-hmm. he uh, he has this phrase he uses where he's like um five five people go out for drinks and and they all decide that they're going to start their own business how many new businesses start and he goes zero because everyone decided to start a business no one's actually done it yet oh interesting so it's it's so for him he uses that analogy of like great if you decide you're going to do something that's that's the first step that's not, you know, that's a decision. It's not the action. Mm-hmm. So then it's sort of um, how, I don't know. It, I liked it. I thought it was an interesting way of looking at things of, you know, if we have a conversation with ourselves, okay, I decided I'm going to do something. Mm-hmm. And that's only true if you're actually doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, that's still yeah. fantastic. It's just, no, yeah, mm-hmm. now do it. It's like, yeah, I decided to go for a bike ride today. And it's only true if you're like on your bike and you're <laughs> trying to video call someone like an idiot while you're on your bike. <laughs> I don't know. There's other ways to inform people. Maybe you're back from the bike ride. That should have been the example. <laughs> I, I like video you're calling. You're sweaty and you're gross. <laughs> <Bike>. <laughs> it didn't happen unless you're video calling someone while doing it. Even if like Correct. you have some other sort of factual information, like someone recording mm-hmm. you, nope, nope. It has to be a video call while doing the action. Right in the middle of it. Right in the middle. Yeah, it's a, it's the it's the picture. It didn't happen type type situation. Just more intense. This feels like <laughs> such bad advice. Um. We never said that we give out good advice, or if we have advice, anyone should take it. Just don't yes. listen to us for like. Only for entertainment purposes, not for yep. <laughs> informational. <laughs> Remember that time we said we lied all the time? We've yes. been lying for at least a minute. <laughs> However long this conversation about videoing <laughs> while you are in the middle of, of an activity. <laughs> oh complete, complete lying process. But the, but the decisions versus the action, I like that. I like that. I, that would be a really interesting thing to read about from a perspective of your, your author for a... Uh, a shorter work week. That's yeah. pretty neat. Yeah. Um, what, okay, so aside from a work week, are there other things that it, the book is bringing up for you that you're, that you're questioning? Because he says, he's slapping you in the face. What, oh. who else is slapping you in the face this week, Corey? Uh, not too many, actually. Um, see, it's not good to always get slapped in the face. <laughs> Only in moderation. Only in moderation. Um, We're not lying about that one. Okay. <laughs> uh, something else from uh, his book, though, is he's like uh, a company perspective, let's say. A lot of the times, like 80% of the profit comes from like 20% of the work or something like that. 
Um, so it's like, well, just cut out like the other 80% of work then because it's not, it's just draining, dragging you down. And it's like, well, you can apply that in a lot of different parts of life as well. It's like 80% of your stress probably comes from interacting or doing like 20% of the things or interacting with 20% of the people, right? So it's like, well, just shave off those 20% that are making you 80% upset. Wow. Yeah, it's it's it it's a lot of different perspectives. That's a big one. Just a big old slap across your face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're slapping me right back. You're slapping it forward. Um gosh, what a terrible mental image that is. Um <laughs> No, that is so interesting. The 80/20 rule of 80% of something that's 80% of your profit comes from 20% of your work. 80% of your stress can come from 20% of stressful things in your life. Yeah. And like, I'm taking like liberties there, but like basically there's like an 80, 20 shift and you can like basically apply mm-hmm. that to any, any part of your life basically. Yeah. Oof. That's a, that is some deep thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> speaking about getting slapped across the face. Um, at my last improv show in college, I believe, like, if I'm remembering this right, one of my uh, improv, uh, well, one of my friends, right, she uh, had a raw fish and, like, slapped one of our improv uh, troop mates across the face with it. So, Oh, my gosh. <laughs> There's multiple ways to get slapped across the face. Oh, that's that's my family's metaphor. We we've never done this. Oh. We've never taken a raw fish like your troop member had and slapped anyone. But my family's metaphor for that situation where someone's being extra and like you're not. They haven't done anything wrong to tell them off. They haven't done enough to like write them off forever. It's just that annoying thing that they did, and you're like, gosh, just slap them with a fish. <laughs> and it's always what we write to each other. But instead of slap, it's S H. LAP, like, slap them with a fish. And that's that's my family's way of, like, dealing with things that we don't like. Oh, my <laughs> or, or, like, my sister will say, I'll go get the fish ready. Like, <laughs> she'll just, she'll just like, lead into it a little bit, too. So I, I really relate to that that analogy, though it is an actual fish. It's just and the, the idea of slapping a lot of people with a fish. Oh, my goodness. I'd never do that. Really? I don't think I've heard that before. <laughs> With your family. Oh. It's probably because, well, it's never been about you. I was going to say, maybe it was always about me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now our big secret's revealed. (laughs) 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 No, it's always, it's always like, it comes up really randomly, which I enjoy too. Like it's, you know, it is just this, this niche sort of circumstance where it feels like the right answer. Um, So it makes me laugh though that that's what we resort to and. (laughs) My mom has gotten us like stuffed fish as joke presents oh my God. a few times. That's fantastic. But that's the, that's the fascinating, fun part of reading a really good book or a book that interests us. It's like when it evokes this kind of thought or when it causes you to just take a step back and stare at a roof and kind of be like, what am I trying to figure out? Like, yeah. I think I'm a little bit of a, I'm, I'm all over the place. I, you have to be shook. <laughs> I have shooketh thee. <laughs> yeah, and she hath risen. <laughs> I I don't know if like this book is for everyone because I feel like 
I've been talking to Ben about it, and he, he, I don't know. We're, we'll find out how he feels about it. But so far, it's not how I feel about it. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So it's obviously not for anyone, uh, for everyone. But <laughs> it's not for anyone. No one. Is. Not for No. Obviously, no one should ever read this book. <laughs> no, it's not for everyone. That's what I meant to say. But it, I, I maybe I just uh, uh, align with some of the things that he's saying. That you know, it's always good to read an opinion that kind of just resonates with you and is like, oh, there's like someone who understands me. So that's like always nice to to connect in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, it's I haven't read this book, but just the idea of questioning things. And hey, like wake up and notice your your um, things that maybe you've wanted to change for a while. Mm-hmm. Okay, what are you gonna do about it? You know, there's always that sort of like what if or someday. I think I'll do this tomorrow. I'll do this someday. Mm-hmm. Can you can today be the day? And I think that that's always a really interesting question um, to ask ourselves. It's a difficult one to ask specifically right now. Maybe it isn't today. Maybe it is not attainable today. But, you know, what steps can we take to change our our lives? Like we were talking about earlier, how can we not lose patience with ourselves that this is still possible, right? Bringing it kind of full circle of, um, of just, you know, noticing things that maybe we've wanted for a long time. Maybe we've thought about. Maybe we want to change. So then books like this go, yeah, you can. And, and here's one thing, right? A four-hour work week is one thing that he thought he could change. Um, and now we just get to see, you know, sort of what else. So yeah. I like that. That's what's sticking with me. So maybe I'll check this book out. Yeah. And I guess we're just going to have a lot of book episodes. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, if it, if it inspires us, I guess uh, that's what's going on in our lives. <laughs> there we go. That's what's popping in the popcorn bowl. And yeah, not the bag, just the bowl. Not the bag. Not the bag. Excuse not you. Not the bag. <laughs> oh jeez. Well, hopefully we can go enjoy some popcorn. I feel like that's the <laughs> logical next step to this: is that we go make ourselves some popcorn. I I hope you enjoy uh, the popcorn you're about to make on this lovely last day of February. You too. Yeah. Nom noms for us. Nom David. noms for us, David. Well, uh, we'll catch you on the next one, yeah? Sounds good. <laughs>